0: Welcome to Match of the Year Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Garcia. Today, we're going to talk about one of the great rivalries among the smarks of the early 2000s. And it was one that was hugely anticipated. And that is the rivalry between Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. And the two were obviously going to be working against one another from the beginning. Kurt, of course, Olympic gold medalist. Brock, at that point, had been an NCAA champion. And so the two of them were naturally just set off against one another. And it made sense. They had a match at WrestleMania 19 that was wonderful. Until Brock Lesnar basically landed on his head trying to do a shooting star press. A move that he did a lot back in OVW. The problem was the two had such great chemistry that they had to be programmed together again. And on SmackDown, they had a 60-minute match... In 2003, that just blew everything out of the water. The thing about this match isn't the fact that it was a 60-minute match between two of the best at the time. Kurt is, in my opinion, the 2000s version of Ric Flair. There was none better between 2000 and 2010. I think the only three people who even come into the conversation are Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, and before he murdered his wife and family... Chris Benoit. You can make arguments for Edge in Japan, maybe Tanahashi, maybe Nakamura. But really, it's it's Angle, who managed to go above and beyond as one of the truly great workers who ever set foot in the ring. I guess you could go AJ as well. Maybe Daniels. But where Kurt was so good was in working a match that had a legitimacy to it without having to actually just do legitimate style wrestling. He could do that, of course. I've talked about his match with Shane McMahon, where he dropped him on his head a few times, and he started off just riding him and such. That's great. But within the context of a traditional professional wrestling match, Kurt was phenomenal. Because he could throw those elements in. He could throw in elements of his legit background. Brock could do that, too. And Brock has always had this aura about him that allowed him to come off as legit, as intense. But most of all, and I think more so now than then, but even then, it felt like everything he did was destructive. Like he was barreling down the track, ready to attack. And these two had a super strong match here. A 60-minute match that was as good as any other you'll see. In fact, I would put it as better than Sean versus Bret Hart, which is a great match, but not the best match you'll ever see. And there are people who say that this 60-minute match is... The best of all time. I don't know. The best of all time, at least on SmackDown. But what's incredible was these two could trade off who was the heel and who was the face so simply. In fact, within a match, they could trade off those roles. And here, you got tons of German suplexes. you got submissions. And not just two guys trying to ride each other, make it look like an amateur fight. Of course, you had Lesnar working heel, more or less, But Kurt, Kurt was great. Kurt understands legitimate selling better than anyone at that time. And he understood how to struggle within a hold in a way that made the hold look more legitimate, even if it was completely illegitimate. Watch the man sell a simple armbar. It's amazing. And for one hour, we see the two of them work a match that never fails to live up to the hype. Lesnar is the roughhouse. Angle is the scientist, but he's a scientist who is very much willing to get down to the dirt. The two of them crafted a match. That's the best way to put it. What The match that they crafted wasn't just a single story. It was an aspect of a bigger story. It was a fast-paced, super-intelligent, big-picture match. If you watch this, what you're seeing is a step in the feud between them, but more so You're seeing how the entire feud impacted them as wrestlers. The beginning of this match and the end of this match, the way it flows, is very much the beginning of their feud to the end of their feud and how that flows. This match, more than any other, deserves to be seen by every human being who ever lived. It really tells how great the wrestling of the early 2000s was, and particularly how great Kurt Angle was at every aspect of the game. Because literally in the 80s, you had Ric Flair. There were a lot of other workers, but Ric Flair was the gold standard. In the 90s, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. In Japan, Mitsuharu Misawa, Kenta Kobashi. I didn't even go Steve Dr. Death Williams. It was a great time to be alive. But the 2000s, you had Kurt Angle. And one of the reasons why Kurt worked so well was that he wasn't bogged down with the history of wrestling. He broke free and became something more than he had been, than wrestling had been. He took his training and infused his natural athleticism and his work in wrestling, as well as just an amazing natural charisma, to deliver one of the greatest careers we ever saw. And sadly, he's gone downhill, of course. He'll never be what he was in 2003. None of us will. But there is something here, over 60 minutes, that just made me... Super excited as I watched it at my little TV in my room on Cortez Drive in Sunnyvale. Because I started to understand something. I started to understand that wrestling isn't just about telling the story of the good guy and the bad guy. It was about telling the story of a career in every match. Every great match is about who a wrestler was and who a wrestler is becoming. And I think here, what we're seeing is Kurt Angle becoming... The true legend and Brock Lesnar basically becomes the force that he has made his professional wrestling career off of in this match yes he was big before of course his look alone allows that but here he went to another level even more than in the mania match here he becomes the wrecking ball, the beast and that's why this is a match everyone should set out to see